Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we are going to be continuing our study through the book of 2 Timothy. It has been just a little bit of a time here since we've looked at 2 Timothy. Uh, In fact, it's been a little bit since we've had a Shouts of Grace, and hopefully we'll be having more Shouts of Grace a little bit more consistently, but it's just been a a little bit of a busier time in life at the moment. Not that I'm trying to make excuses, uh, although I will admit that uh, getting snowed in during the blizzard snowpocalypse uh, where there was uh, 35 mile an hour winds and away from all recording things, that's what kind of got this on the wrong foot. And uh, then things just kind of kept piling and continuing uh, to just get busy. And so I haven't had it for a little bit, but hopefully we're getting back on track here. And we are continuing in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3, and I'm excited to look at that. Although today, we're it's not super, super encouraging, although of course there is always some encouragement in God's, in God's Word. But I do just kind of want to let you know that we might be a little bit of hit or miss through uh, the month of January and even into the first week in February. But after that, I, I think things should kind of slow down just a little bit. We should be able to get a little bit of a consistent schedule through the book, through the book. How about through the month of February? And then after the month of February, uh, probably we'll take just a little bit of a break in March at some point. Um, it'll probably be towards the middle, uh, to end of March and, uh, then we'll be right back at it. And so looking forward to it. Uh, we'll try to keep you updated as much as we can, but let's jump into God's word today. Second Timothy chapter three, starting in verse one. And it says this, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power and from such people turn away. For this sort are those who creep into households and make captive of gullible women, loaded down with sins and led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith, but they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all, as theirs also was. But you, having carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch and Iconium and Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me, yes, And all who desire to live godly in Christ will suffer persecution. But evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned, being assured of knowing from whom you have learned them, that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus." All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Well, today we come to verses 12 and 13, and this is what we're going to be focusing in on here today. But I want to just give us a quick overview of the chapter because the first part of the chapter, of course, is really this negative thing of all these perilous times are coming, it describing these perilous times, and then it tells us stay away from these kinds of people. 
Because if you don't stay away from these kinds of people, those perilous times or perilous things will happen into your life. Then it goes positive here in verses uh, 10 um, through 11, really going and talking about how Timothy, of course, he, he carefully followed the Apostle Paul and, and he, he imitated the Apostle, Apostle Paul's life. But it's interesting because at the very end here, it says not only has he imitated, you know, his manner of life and all these kinds of things, but he's also imitated his persecutions, which then brings us to verses 12 and 13, which is what we're going to be focusing in on here this morning. And yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ will suffer persecution, but evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Now, if you stop and you think about this for just a minute here, those are not super encouraging words. Uh, all who desire to live godly lives uh, in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Well, that, that doesn't really get you all thrilled and ready to go, does it? Uh, but it, it is a truth that the Apostle Paul is laying for us, and it is something that we need to expect and we need to understand that if we choose to live a godly life in Christ Jesus or resting or dwelling in Christ Jesus, it's this idea of abiding in Christ, going and saying, look, I'm going to abide in Christ, and therefore I'm going to live a godly life. Well, then there should be an expectation that you will suffer persecution. You will be persecuted for your faith. Uh, whether it's somebody making fun of you, whether it's going and losing some kind of an opportunity, whether it's going and losing a friend or uh, whatever it might be, losing a family member. Sometimes family goes and says, look, we don't want to be around you because you found this, we this weird thing called Christianity and you want to live for Jesus Christ. Well, that seems radical and crazy. Uh, you know, I don't want to be around you. But if you do follow in the path uh, that the apostles set forth, we should expect to get the results that the apostles set forth, and, and that is that they receive persecution. You see, when, when you do things the Bible way, you should expect Bible results. That's a good thing, because we see a lot of people getting saved throughout Scripture. We see people's lives being radically changed. Uh, we see miracles happening. We see all this kinds of stuff, and so we want to say, look, I want to claim the Bible way so that I can get the Bible result, but we can't forget that the Bible result also includes persecution persecution in life. Then it kind of puts this verse 13 in here, which it seems a little bit odd just when you're reading it. It says, but evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Now, now why in the world is this here? You see, the Apostle Paul is telling Timothy something about the persecutions. Don't expect things to necessarily get better, but expect men to get worse and worse to get more evil as the, the time progresses, that those who oppose the cross will oppose the cross even stronger. Now, why is this? Well, it's because it's reflecting a spiritual reality, and the spiritual reality is, is that Satan knows his time is limited on this earth, and so he is getting more and more desperate. This doesn't necessarily mean that culture will always get more and more evil, but the people who are following after the spirit of the age, and if you are living in an evil culture, then yes, it is true that the culture will get more and more evil, but it is the people who follow the spirit of the age, who follow Satan, who, who are on Satan's side, who are enemies of the cross, 
they will get more and more evil. And we've certainly seen this in our day and age where, where yes, there, there were greatly evil people 50 years ago. There were greatly evil people 100 years ago. There were greatly evil people 200 years ago. But it seems as though the evil is progressing worse and worse. But let's break down this verse just a little bit because the whole idea that Paul is telling Timothy is that you should expect these persecutions then to even get worse in some aspects. And though we, we may not suffer physical persecution nearly as much in the United States or, or sometimes even at all, although uh, I can't say that there has been no physical persecution in the United States. As uh, just a couple months ago, there was a street preacher who was shot in the head for uh, for preaching uh, for street preaching for preaching repentance, telling people they need to repent and come to Christ. Uh, so it does happen even in the United States. But one of the things that you do need to consider is that the Apostle Paul certainly wouldn't have been persecuted for going and saying a man is a man and a woman is a woman, whereas in today, though it might not be the physical persecutions, just making orthodox, simple, biological statements does get you persecuted in today's day and age. I mean, in some ways, it has grown worse and worse, uh, maybe not to the severity of the persecution, but to how easily someone will persecute you. Uh, and start that persecution, I think we need to consider that. But let's break down verse 13, because it's it's an interesting verse to really go and uh, to understand. It, it starts off, and it says, you know, but evil or wicked men and imposters. Now, now this word imposters, it's an interesting word because it, it actually could be translated uh, wizard, imposter, uh, or seducer. Seducer, and I want you to remember that last one that it could be translated as seducer, because uh, we're going to see where I think that actually fits within the context of this verse a little bit better uh, than actually even imposter. Um, will uh, proceed or grow to be worse and worse, or more and more evil is the concept here. But then it says this deceiving. Now this word in the Greek, it's it's a concept here. Uh, that's a continuous action, and it means making others to roam, making others to roam. And then it says, and being roaming. It's that same word again, or or making others to roam more. It's it's emphasizing it. In the, in the Greek, they didn't have exclamation marks. Uh, so, you know, they would go and emphasize something by going and repeating it. That's how a lot of languages go and emphasize something. But th- this is an interesting concept because I really think what this is getting at, what, what the Apostle Paul is getting at, is he's telling Timothy, understand that that as as the days get more evil, as as time progresses, yes, men will grow more and more evil, but there will also be these seducers who will continue to grow more and more evil, and they will cause more and more people to roam. Roam from what? Well, from the truth. You know, today. We see people all the time who are roaming from the truth. Just go to a college campus. There are people who they can't tell you what gender they are because they've roamed so far from the truth. That They make silly statements like, well, that's your truth and, and this is my truth. Well, that's not how truth works. Truth is objective. They have roamed from the truth. And when someone roams from the truth, what ends up happening? is that they get more and more evil, and it is evil men 
who go and they seduce people into this. And when you start going and really talking um, to, to people who have roamed from the truth, like I said, one of the easy places to see this is on a college campus, what you end up realizing is that they don't really understand what they're saying. And I don't just mean in the fact that they can't define what true is and, uh, you know, they're not working in an objective reality. I, I understand that concept. But what, what I mean is that they don't really know at all what they're talking about. These ideas are just ideas that they've accepted. Um, and, and they a lot of times haven't been that they haven't been challenged on their ideas. But these ideas didn't come from nowhere. They didn't just organically or spontaneously uh, pop into their mind. They were taught these things by other people. And those people, a lot of times, were taught things. And, and something that we need to understand is that the the society, the civilization, the culture that we live in today, it, it didn't happen spontaneously. It's not this weird concept that uh, we're in the last days, and in the last days, things will grow worse and worse, and God determined it to be that way, and so everybody just got worse and worse, and things just got worse, and, and it just it just happened. That's not, that's not what's going on. Uh, everything that is happening in our society, it was specifically intended. Um, there, there were communists. Um, who who they intended this to happen. They're a Marxist who they plan for this to happen. Uh, you could go and um, read, I believe the book is called The Naked Communist. It goes and it outlines this. Uh, Curtis Bowers in his um, documentary, which now, of course, it escapes my mind, the name of that documentary, um, let me let me look that up here while I'm talking, uh, but but it it really goes and outlines this. Another one is "Enemies Within" uh, by Judd Saul and Trevor Loudon. Really go and they uh, describe this, and I believe you could rent this off of uh, Amazon. And Curtis Bowers' movie is called Agenda, and there's Agenda One and Agenda Two. Um, you can also see a little bit of this outlined. At specific, it's a little bit more narrowed down and specific uh, to the church, but in Enemies Within the Church. If you haven't watched that, you should watch that. You can check that out at enemieswithinthechurch.com. Um, but all of these kinds of things they outline. What is happening in that it wasn't organically, it wasn't spontaneously uh, that our culture got this way, but it was intentional. It was intentional. It was evil men who are seducing people more and more. And of course, that is causing persecutions on more and more basic and simple things. That's what's going on. But but here's the question, because we, we see this and we look at this, you go, okay, well, uh, all those who desire to live godly life in Christ Jesus, well, yeah, I lived. <laughs> I desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus, we're going to receive persecutions. Well, Pastor Sam, that, that doesn't really get me excited to live for Christ Jesus, especially when you're telling me that, that there are going to be more and more, and there are these imposters or these seducers who are getting more and more people to go and to persecute. That, that doesn't get me excited. Well, where's the encouragement here? Where's the encouragement? Well, the encouragement's back up in verse 11. 
And it says, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, Iconium, and at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. Out of them all the Lord delivered me. You see, one of the things you need to understand is, yes, if you choose to live a godly life in Christ, you will suffer persecution. Yes, there are evil people who are seducing others to go and to roam away from the truth. And as they roam away from the truth, you're going to get persecuted for more and more, well, duh, type statements. I mean, you don't have to be, uh, you, you know, super, super in-depth in your doctrine to go and to get persecuted today. You know, if you go and you say, God created a male and female, just like it says in Genesis chapter 1, you're going to get persecution. But here's the encouragement. Paul was telling Timothy, you followed me in my manner of life and all of these things. And then he goes and he says, in my persecutions. And you should expect the Bible result. Therefore, you should expect persecutions because if you follow me, as I follow Christ, that means you're desiring to live godly in Christ. And so you should expect the Bible result, which is persecutions. But you should also expect the other Bible result. And that is that the Lord gave Paul the strength to endure these persecutions for a time. And then he delivered him from his persecutions. He delivered him from his persecutions. There is deliverance. There is deliverance out of persecutions. The Lord will deliver you out of them, and he will give you the strength to endure these persecutions. You're not going through them alone. You're going through them with Jesus Christ. So continue to live godly. Continue to follow Jesus with everything you have, because you can endure, not in your strength, but in his strength. And there's a point when he will go and say, I'm taking you out of this persecution. I'm delivering you out of this persecution. I'm going to bring peace into your life. And it is just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Well, thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Has already begun. Know that God's up to something.